0: Hi there, everyone. This is James Eek, and you're listening to Warrior's Way Podcast Season 3, Episode 119. Before we kick things off with an awesome knowledge bomb from the renowned Buddhist teacher and writer Stephen Batchelor on how we can train to respond to life instead of reacting to it, let's talk about something that will hopefully, hopefully, turn into a two-way conversation instead of this great... But unfortunately, one-sided conversation we have with just a podcast. For, well, for more than a decade, I've been thinking about different ways I can help spread the things that I've picked up over the past 40 years and some of training in Zen and the martial arts and all the other cool Jedi-like things that I've been picking up. Now, this podcast, obviously, is part of it. And I'm blown away by the interest, by the way, that has come since I started this thing. And it's just continued to grow from the first season to now. So if you're a longtime listener, I have to thank you. If you've been listening since the beginning, well, thank you even more. Um, Here in the third season now, we have something like... Last I checked, it was about 40,000 downloads of this thing (laughs) of me talking about how to amplify your training, live a better life, and live a more consciously engaged life of trying to be, as I like to say, a light in the darkness. Because let's face it, sometimes this world can be pretty dark. The next step in all of this for me was to have an even more immersive platform so that we can have a virtual dojo to learn not just, you know, the awesome martial arts that I've picked up over, like I said, like 40 years of doing this, but some meditation, fitness, breath work, and more stuff than that. So basically everything you could want to not just improve your training, but improve your life and get the most out of it. So... I took the first year of COVID and I recorded hours and hours and hours worth of fusion martial arts classes that combine something like 10 different martial arts into each class. And you can do those online with me. And I also recorded meditation sessions to get you started and maintaining a practice. And I recorded workouts to get your body moving and in shape. And I have a ton of other supplemental videos on almost everything you can imagine. And all of this is available through the virtual dojo that I put together called the Warrior's Way online training program that just started up a few months back. So it's an awesome online virtual dojo where you can take all of these cool things we do here on the podcast and make it deeper and more personal. And that's the point of it. It's also a chance to show you what I teach and, more importantly, how I train. It's the things that I do to stay in the best shape possible in mind, body, and spirit. Basically, you have your option of three different tiers of membership to get you either just the bare bones right up to one-on-one training with me online. I'd love to see you there taking advantage of it. Well, maybe not taking advantage of it, but (laughs) trying it out. (laughs) You can use taking advantage of something in the completely wrong way, and that's not what I mean. I want you to try the thing out. So if you're interested, head over to our podcast website at www.warriorsway.ca and check it out. You can I break down what all the membership gets you and I'm not going to go into it right now Um, but best yet before you sign up drop me a line and we can talk about how you can get started and what works best for you because like I said the membership tiers you get different things right Uh, and while you're there be sure to check out the website I have a regular blog update, if that's what you call it these days. There are book lists and tons of more things um, to give you some options as well on how you can support what we're trying to do here with this podcast. Because I hear from people that they, you know, they really believe in it and want it to keep going. So um, that would be fantastic. Because as some of you know, I put a lot of work into this. So, anyhow, I hope to hear from you soon. Drop me a line. Let me know that you're listening. I love hearing from people. And before we kick off, I've mentioned it every week for the past, oh, I don't even know how long. Uh, We're still dealing with this COVID thing, folks. Um, Unless you're on the moon in isolation or in a bunker waiting this thing out. Um, The rest of us are dealing with COVID every day, and in some places around the world, it's a lot worse than others. The best thing that you can do, the smartest thing you can do, the most compassionate thing you can do, is get your vaccine. Vaccines, uh, plural. Um, I've had mine, both shots. I unfortunately didn't turn into a super mutant I was hoping that I was going to be able to fly or, you know, something cool. I could be bulletproof, but I don't want to try that out. <laughs> Anyhow, get yourself vaccinated. This is how we get through COVID. Um, it, it, like I said, it's the kind thing and compassionate thing to do because, you know what, you have to put others first and getting that shot or those shots protects others. It does not make you immune it if they get their shot they're not immune but it statistically lowers your risk and their risk of dying from this thing so get your shots the more of us that have it maybe maybe we can get rid of this thing so there you go let's get started you may have heard meditation called a practice I practice mindfulness, I practice Zen, and so on. But practice doesn't only refer to the technique of paying mindful attention. Really, the point of practicing meditation is to practice being human. How we see ourselves and the world. The way we form intentions and ideas, the way we speak to each other, the way we act, the way we make our living, the way we apply ourselves, practice involves far, far more than just meditating. This is what the Greek philosophers called self-governance. It starts with a conscious decision to leave behind a life of reactivity and, and embark on a life of self-creation, in which we work towards becoming the kind of person we aspire to be ...and toward creating the kind of world that we aspire to live in. Excuse me. Reactivity is, in some ways, our biological and evolutionary baseline. It's central to our survival. We get out of the way of whatever might threaten us... ...and try to acquire whatever might enhance and support our lives. We do this all the time, usually without thinking... We're organisms primed to react. We can see clearly in meditation. We can notice our experience and notice that it makes us feel a certain way and notice how the mind reacts. I like this. I don't like that. I'd like to get to know that person. I don't like that one. There's a kind of constant monologue that runs through our heads almost all concerning What does this mean for me? What can I do with it? Meditation teaches us how to cultivate a still inner space that enables us to respond wisely to life, instead of reacting, often mindlessly, to it. We've probably all experienced this at times, this non-reactive space, this caring quality that can afford us another perspective on our lives, and the possibility of an ethical relationship that's not driven by getting what we want and getting rid of what we don't like. It's a quality of mind that wise people from all different walks of life and traditions intuitively understand. It's when we experience our lives in a way that's not determined by what we want and what we don't want That's not all about me. Reactive thoughts are invested in their own survival, often colored with fear or anxiety. We're worked, we're anxious, we're insecure, we're worried, And we're insecure around wanting something or not getting it or disliking something and fearing it or being preoccupied with my self-image and being worried that it won't hold up in the eyes of others and so on. In contrast, caring responses like generosity or kindness or wisdom are like going out into the world, engaging with a situation that is open-ended. These responses are not about my own survival. They're not about being held back by anxiety and worry. They're not self-centered. In large part, meditation practice is about becoming clear about this choice. It's about seeing that it is possible to respond to life with care as opposed to reacting out of conditioning or habit. Its goal is to learn to think and speak and act from that non-reactive space. In a sense, The difference between responding to life and reacting to it is the difference between freedom and non-freedom. We can learn to dwell in a space of awareness that provides us with a freedom to choose whether we respond or not. To cultivate a relationship with life that aspires to realize what we value as good. This is how we answer life's fundamental questions. How do I live? How do I care? How do I find meaning in life? Of course, the events of life rapidly and insistently bombard us. Often a response is demanded immediately, and no matter how much meditation we do, we will never be able to know in advance what the effects of our actions will be. So we will sometimes get it wrong. But through those mistakes... Is how we learn to refine our moral compass. By acting and then carefully attending to how the consequences of our actions play out, both in ourselves and on others. Our life is a work in progress, it's an unfinished project, and your practice is whatever drives this process forward. Be courageous, take risks. And don't mind failure. As Samuel Beckett put it, try again, fail again, fail better. So that awesome article was found on the 10% website. It's a great website, by the way. And it is by Stephen Batchelor a renowned Buddhist teacher and writer known for his secular and scholarly approach to Buddhism. And he's written a ton of books, including the best-selling Buddhism Without Beliefs, and most recently, What Is This? Ancient Questions for Modern Minds. We all need to understand that no one single one of us is perfect. This is something that we should all be learning from the moment we are old enough to understand words. We are all a work in progress. We are all trying our best and need to push forward. We need to take risks. We need to fail lots and understand that we are simple, flawed, but awesome human beings that are living and learning. Too often we expect too much from others, but not ourselves. This is why so many of us are critical and so judgmental. We expect more from the other person than we expect from ourselves, to such a degree that actually set people on a pedestal and then pretty much look for ways to knock them off. Think about how often we are quick to judge. Think about the stones that we have thrown at others, either in judgment or in anger. Think about the gossip and think about the backstabbing. Most people engage in this to some degree or other, but honestly, why do they do it? Because when we stop and think of the fact that we are all just trying to figure this life out, as we go through it, and hopefully learn as we go through it, It seems from that perspective, pretty ridiculous to get on any sort of high horse. From a training perspective, if not a life lesson one, the greatest things that can actually happen in our lives is making mistakes, especially when we learn from them. When I think about all the things that I have learned by falling flat on my face, it's almost ridiculous you live long enough and get to a certain perspective and you will undoubtedly look back on your life and wonder how on earth you ever did so many dumb things and wonder who that person actually was. That was, of course, you. And what was going through their heads at that time period. And more importantly, you'll feel almost grateful for that fall that landed you flat on your face because hopefully of what you learned from it. This learning comes in big and small ways. When we're serious about this training thing and living and breathing it, we let it swirl around and grab onto all the different aspects of our life. What maybe started with learning how to kick and punch turns into how to breathe. And that in turn leads to learning how to be more aware of the moment and then maybe how to practice stillness and reflection, whether that is full-on Zen meditation or something similar. In time, this practice of stillness changes too, at least if you're diligent and trained properly. What you find is that the practice of stillness leads you to understand more and more about yourself as you stumble and bumble around in this life, figuring things out and making a ton of mistakes along the way. More and more, this practice will lead you to finding yourself less reactive to the events of the world around you. You'll find yourself realizing that you have become, at least at times, hopefully, (laughs) the calm, center of the storm there will be chaos around you and yet you're going to feel at harmony of course this doesn't mean that things won't happen that will make you sad or angry or upset or any other human emotion for instance Someone the other day surprised me with, instead of a more normal, friendly greeting, decided to, as we describe it in the army, to jack me up, to freak out on me, and to try at least to put me in my place. I I was a little bit in shock, I'm going to admit it. Now, once upon a time, that sort of thing would have really upset me. I might even have responded with an equal dose of ill-founded anger. But instead, I looked at them and wondered what the heck set them off, and I smiled, and I just kept trucking with my day. Was I upset? Well, yeah, at that moment, of course I was. And, you know, for the rest of the day, there was some lingering seed of, you know, well, that really sucked. (laughs) You can't help when things happen to feel less than great. Especially given that this person's outburst happened, by the way, in front of a room full of other people. And who wants to be treated like garbage? Not me, not you, not anybody. It's a good lesson on how to treat people. But the thing is, who knows what they're going through? I sure didn't. Why were they upset? It turned out it had nothing to do with me. But and the thing to remember is, in life, nothing usually happens in isolation. There's always cause and effect. What we have, though, through our training is an understanding that what we put into the universe has a way of coming back to us. You slap someone and you generally are going to get hit back harder. Maybe not literally, but pretty much that is by the way unless we actively work to let that go learn to diffuse it to turn the other cheek another way of looking at it is to view it from a training perspective i keep a bit of a slogan constantly rolling around as a focus point in my training of simply this be calm let it go. This goes for my martial arts. Say, for example, when I'm doing rolling in jiu Just be calm. Let it go. I don't get aggressive. This goes for my meditation when the inner dialogue starts up and tries to add drama to my life. <laughs> be calm. Let it go. This goes from my walking around day-to-day life and whatever comes my way. Be calm. Let it go. And let's face it, there is a lot that we can react to and get overly involved with in these days. Whether it's some social issue, climate issue, political issue, or whatever else. We can be in a constant state of reactivity if we let all of this and more run the show. But there's a better way. Kindness, compassion, and understanding are far greater, especially when you apply them. Understand it, yep, but apply it. These are life-changing things, actually, if you foster them as key elements of our training and most especially of Our lives and how we live them. It's possible to make no mistakes in this life and still fail. I'm going to say that again. You can make no mistakes at all and still fail. You can train as hard as you can and still be angry. You can do everything right and still make really dumb mistakes. Because we're human. However, when we live a life that is about training and trained to be less reactive, to let go, to be compassionate, to be kind and understanding and to learn from it all, we go from being people stumbling in the dark and into a world where we are actually learning how to turn on the lights and see what's there. Recently, in... An MMA competition, a competitor I choose not to name, (laughs) but I'm sure you know who I'm talking about, snapped his leg and he was sitting on the mats with his ankle and foot flopping around like it was made out of rubber and he chose to continue the trash talk of his opponent, even to the guy's wife. And this is where the martial arts and humanity is headed if we don't choose now to live a better life. To strive to be better people. To make humility, kindness, compassion, and living in the light our whole focus. You shouldn't be a martial artist and be sitting (laughs) talking trash. Sure. Let's be truthful here. We are all going to fail. Each and every one of us. We we are going to fail a lot. Like I said, sometimes you're going to do everything right and you're still going to fail. And the thing is, you've been given this amazing opportunity to do something with this gift you have been given. Beating literally all the odds possible and being born. You shouldn't be here, but you are. You can waste that gift, you can live a small, mean, petty life of being reactive, or you can choose a better path. Now, is that going to be easy? No. Nobody said it would be. The way is not for the faint-hearted. It's like walking through life, carrying a mirror, and truly seeing every single thing that you've done, seeing who you truly are, and seeing what people see you as. And then trying to make something better from it all. Be calm. Let go. Simple words, but ones that can not just change our training, but they can transform and change our lives. How are you going to train? What are you going to do? When are you going to start? The truth is, and it's a hard one to swallow, is all you have is right now. Right now. So you best get going. Time is ticking. And with that, I wish I had sound effects. There would be some kind of ominous drumming. <laughs> Let's go on to the question of the week. Comes from Anonymous. Anonymous, you keep writing me. <laughs> What's your real name? Unless that's your name. You must add weird parents, Anonymous. Anyhow, Anonymous wants to ask there are so many suggestions, and so many martial arts, and so many kinds of meditation out there. And a whole laundry list of things that people suggest, where does someone start? Well, that's a great question and it's a huge question. And maybe that's why you're calling yourself anonymous. (laughs) I don't even know where to start. Um, (laughs) I'll make it simple. You, You start today. You start right now, like I said. This is all you've got. Just be here right now and start now. You don't put things off. I get emails from people all the time who want to come and train in the martial arts and then they tell me they will start in a few months. Of course, most of them never show up. (laughs) If you're looking for excuses on when or how to train or what to train in or whatever else, you're already starting on the wrong foot. If you want to train, start training now. In whatever is there, whatever you can, especially in the martial arts, this immediate somewhat, I guess we're post-COVID world almost, maybe, I don't know, Um, (laughs) where the schools are trying to get back on their feet. They need you in there on the mats. So you're already doing something great for people if you do that. If you plan on training to get on the mats and do it, don't tell someone you're going to do it later. Don't wonder what you should train. Just train. Train. All we have is right now. And who knows what will be happening months from now. Today though, right now, you have it. You can hit the mats. You can start meditating. You can do some push-ups. You can practice your breath work. You, you only have now. Now, now, As to what you should do, do whatever works for you, but then be open-minded and try new things. Give yourself the permission to try things, and then decide what works best for you. Try not to pick favorites. Just try to enjoy training in every shade and color. Adjust things to work for you. Let go of all the stuff that doesn't work for you right now, but keep it in your back pocket because you'll probably find out you need it later. The important thing in this life is to really understand that all we have is now, like I said. Nothing is set in stone for the future. COVID taught us that. And if we put things off, we are literally losing time. Those students that stuck with me through COVID and lockdowns and training online, I can guarantee you that they would tell you that they learned a ton. Because we were still at it. We were still doing the best we could. Because all we have is now. That's all we've got. You want to train? Awesome. Whatever that means to you, you need to start it and get after it and don't let it go. Just keep at it. Be the last person standing. That might not be answering you specifically as to what should you do. Should you do A, B, or C? But it doesn't matter what those things are really. You have to figure that out for yourself. You have to choose those things for yourself for what works best for you. But you need to get after it like your hair is on fire and then you need to hold on to it like it's a precious jewel because here's the secret. It is a precious jewel and you will look back someday and realize what it was actually worth and you will be amazed. And you're going to look back and wish you had gotten after it if you don't. So the choice is pretty simple when you look at it that way. You just get training. Try things, be open-minded, but do it now. I hope that answered your question. It was kind of an open-ended question, and I gave you a kind of open-ended answer, I guess. (laughs) Except for, like I said, just get after it. You know? It's important. And you'll thank me for it. Or you won't. Anyhow, I think we will end it there. So please check out the Warrior's Way online training program, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Uh, Head over to our website, www.warriorsway.ca, and you can find the portal into the online training program there. You can find out what all the different membership tiers are about. You can read the blog posts that are based on each episode, You can find some awesome book lists of books that you should pick up and things like that, things to check out. And if you want to support us, you can also support us via Patreon. And uh, otherwise, you can join us on social media, on our Instagram page and Facebook. And if you like this podcast, and you haven't yet, I've written a couple martial artsy kind of training books and you can find them for your Kobo, for your Kindle, or you can get a paperback copy on Amazon. And I would thank you for doing that. So next time until next time folks, train hard, have fun. And most importantly, learn to be a good friend and what that really means. And I don't mean just be a friend to your friends. (laughs) Think about it. Take care.